So we lost about 30 seconds of recording time, about three minutes in when we were making this episode. It's not my fault. It's Matt's fault. It's not my fault. What do you want me to do? Give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time. What you waiting for? You only got one life. And we gonna live it up. So give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to go. Welcome to Randomania! It's a podcast where we select a WrestleMania match at random and then we talk about it. That's right, old wrestling. Kind of old, kind of, kind of. I mean, old, old in, like old, t- five, old, old wrestling. Sorry. Old wrestling. <laughs> That's right. My name is Brad. Joining me this week, as always, is my brother Matt. How's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good, damn good. There, waiting for some football today. We're recording on a Sunday morning, and uh, it's good to see your face and hear your voice. Been, it's uh, just glad to get a time in here where we can record. I was getting concerned that maybe we would falter again, but here we are, back again, in your face with a WrestleMania. We got a, we got a clear time in our schedules to talk about this one. Come on, man, so we're excited. Fun. What match do we have to watch? Oh, it's brutal. It's number 314 from WrestleMania 33, held on April 2nd, 2017, from Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, in front of 75,245 people disputed. It is a mixed tag match with John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. That's right. It sure is. <laughs> I forgot it was Camping World Stadium, honestly. I'm glad you said that. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's even what it was called in, in uh, 2017 either. I have no idea, but that's certainly what it is now. It probably was. Um, yeah, 2017. Um, yeah. I mean, it's five and a half years ago, but it seems like ten years ago. It does. And you realize, though, at the same time, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Like, Miz and Maurice are, like, the same thing now. But, like, you know, the other side, a lot changed. Not so now. much. Yeah, not yeah. so much. <laughs> like, the match before this is, like, the four-way tag match. And, like, I, I, I checked that out because something happens there, right? So I wanted to watch the entrances because it's tight. And the whole time on the entrances, I'm like, they're all gone. Yeah. Nobody's here. Nope. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, like, last week you get a match where all three of the guys are still there. Yeah. Uh, last weird. episode. Yeah, and that and was in 2018, but even still, you know, come yeah. on, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, yeah, it, this is a match that, as I stated at the end of the last episode, well, it would be nice to get it out of the way. And boy, that was an understatement. Yeah, man. There's, um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, going in, right? So, like... But yeah, no. But I know they've been together for quite a long time. I know they were together when she was an active wrestler. I'm pretty sure is when they got together. She hadn't been active at this point in this match probably almost eight years, right? So a while. Uh, maybe eight might be a stretch, but it had been quite a. <laughs> Oh, 
time, but like I don't know if there's any kind of appearances or wrestling dates on that calendar for her. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we hadn't seen her, and then she's, you know, I think she's the perfect person to put next to the Miz. Is, uh, you know, his he always talks about having an extremely hot wife, and so then it made sense to put the two of them together on TV. Um, well, it certainly translates into them being on screen too, because they're very good at being hated, and they're very good at playing off each other to be hated. Yeah, for what it's worth, for sure. Sh- for sure. So this is this is fun because this is I'm not sure, I can't remember what Miz had done in the recent years prior to this, but, but this was WrestleMania. So like you said during the um, in the lead up to this match, he he did all kinds of extra stuff to uh, to build heat for the match, like having all the reality show stuff like that, like the the spoofs, and this he did that uh, for for many other matches. Then going forward, so I'm not sure if this was the first time he had done that, but it might be right because they did the the Bad Bunny, the fake rap one, and then they did something when he was fighting somebody else. He's always doing Logan some kind of like Logan Paul, yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's cool. pretty creative. So I, I want to say Miz hadn't done much here for a little bit leading into this. No, you got to remember, like, Cena and Miz, that feud goes back a while, because, like, WrestleMania, I think, 29, right? Is that where it's actually? What WrestleMania is it? 27. 27, so we're going back fucking six years where Miz and Cena main event Mania with The Rock involved. So they've been on and off feuding for a long time here. And then when 2017 rolls around, I don't know if Miz is as much in the title picture or anything like that, but I know he's in the Elimination Chamber match because he gets eliminated from that match by Cena. And that kind of like what kicks it off. And I guess there's a number one bat- number one contender battle royal on Raw. Uh, Cena eliminates Miz there again. So Miz kind of like jumps in and then gets Cena out. And that's kind of how they jump off their little feud. And then we get uh, Cena on Miz's show. What's that called? Miz TV. Oh, yeah. Good Miz TV. <laughs> Sorry. Little pothole there. And, and that kind of kicks off everything we see in the pre-match package here at Mania. Yeah. And good stuff, too, I thought. Um, real cutting cutting stuff from uh, from the Miz on this, you know what I mean? It's easy. You could, it's real easy to tear into John Cena. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're up top and you have a lot of, uh, things that you could be, uh, cut down about, at least try to, uh, I thought he did a decent enough job of, uh, of really kind of using his ability to talk, to generate heat, to, uh, he said a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, and you know they blur, they blur the lines, right? Talking shit, so they blur the lines of reality, right? So there's a lot of truth, and like because uh, you know Cena had left and good movies and sporadically been gone and came back and gone and came back, coming into 2017 here. So he uh, kind of gets ripped on for doing the movie thing a little bit and being you know not being here for the fans, like he said. Miz is kind of talking shit like that, and there's also some legit, semi-legit. Story and heat with Maurice and Nikki Bella too, dating back a few years. So that's like a thing that they kind of like amped up and added a little more drama to for TV. I guess there was a little, a few wrestlers, Maurice included, that felt like the Bellas kind of fucked them over and took some of the spotlight. And even though they had made this pact to sort of like stand together and, and build each other up, the Bellas would take opportunities and play uh, and do backstage politicky shit. You know what I mean? So that whether it's a rumor or not, they took that rumor. And they made it into kind of the storyline thing here too, which really worked because you know you can kind of see the Bellas doing that. You know they're business women, they're entrepreneurs. They, I think it's easy enough to like play that plot on them. But you know, and then Maurice having been gone too, right? It's easy for us to be like, oh well, yeah, she left, so there must be some truth to this. They forced her out or some bullshit. So I don't know. Right. 
No, it, that's all. That was all very good. Uh, I did like in the um, in the spoof video they were doing when when he goes, "Never show me advancing your career on camera" or something like that. Yeah, never like, ask for oh. me to advance your career on camera. <laughs> I was like, oh man, you know, it's just that's a shot. You know, I don't know. It's just, it, you know, it is a shot though. It is a shot though, but it's done very well, and it comes from the Miz. So you're just like, fuck him. You know, he doesn't have a lot of credibility. What does the Miz yeah. know? But yeah. it's also the Miz who kills it on the microphone, and that's where his bread and butter is, so you're like, oof. And, you know, we've all kind of thought it, you know. There's always that little in the back of your head, like, oh, of course she's with him because he's the champ and he's the man in the company, blah, 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 right? Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Maybe I, I mean, you know, it didn't... I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know anything, so I can't say anything. But yeah, like, it's all hearsay. Like we don't yeah. know shit. Like I don't—it's internet rumors, right? Wrestling, the IWC is going to let us believe what we want to believe. Yeah, so this is tough because when we're here to talk about a wrestling match at WrestleMania, but there's so much like the story involves shit that we don't really fully know. Uh, and so all we could go off of is what's on TV, which is good enough. But like, just know, just know that there's like it's. it's more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and even in our, in our previous episode, you know, one of our complaints was that there was there's not a lot of story behind it. You know, that mm-hmm. would maybe make it better than it was. It was. It could have been mm-hmm. uh, a better story. And, and I mentioned at the end of that last episode, like, well, at least this one, what we're talking about today, has story, and that's kind of really all it has. Where last week, last episode had the, the action in the ring with no story. This is completely fucking opposite because the match is dog shit. So, no. um. We I, we talked about the stage in a lot of previous episodes, so I'd like to bring that up briefly here. Uh, I love the stage for WrestleMania 33. I don't know if we've had any other WrestleMania 33 matches, but this is with a big roller coaster thing there happening, right? I think I yeah. mistakenly said it was at the Meadowlands at one point, but it's not. It's here in Orlando. It's pretty boom. Yeah, I believe they're playing up the whole, uh, this is where theme parks are in Orlando. That's why we have yeah, totally, those. totally. Yeah, so. totally. You can see Jimmy Fallon during the broadcast hyping his new uh, ride at Universal Florida. So, anyway. Uh, why is Al Roker here? <laughs> I don't know. But you know it's what? So I'm weird. not mad. But it's it's a WrestleMania. So I know, this but... Is, it's like having freaking Herb. It's like having a, any celebrity they've ever had, especially for what's technically sort of a gimmick match like this is. So I initially was like, why the fuck is Al Roker here, like I said? And as soon as you started talking and bringing up those other guys, I was like, you know what, though? Was Regis Philbin fucking the man? Was Bob Uecker super popular in 86? It's a niche guy. I don't know. It's just Al Roker. Was Al Roker, like, super famous in 2017 that I'm, I'm forgetting something here? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, everybody watched the Today Show. He's always been famous. Or like uh, uh, um, uh, Ray Combs. He was at WrestleMania, wasn't he? Right, you know, something else. WrestleMania 8, yeah. Yeah, he does See? the ring announcing for WrestleMania 8 in the 8-man match. So it's kind of a gimmicky thing. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds? He did the main event, so that's different. But, Bob, you could do the main event for WrestleMania 3. That's true. That is true. Andre! The Giant! That's right, he did a great job. Why don't you mind getting, you want you, wait, what does he say to Andre? Like, one of those two manias? Get your foot off my shoulder. Get off your foot off my shoulder. We are at WrestleMania 33 now, though, however, so we got to talk about Jerry the King Lawler coming out for this match to uh, do the announcing and just save up his year's worth of one-liners for this entire match. He's got them all. He's got them all in little <laughs> notes, I'm sure. Or not. He just remembered them all. But, you yeah. know what the 
best part going through the match of the one-liners is every time he does, not every time, but many times he does one, there's a tiny bit of silence after he does it because all three dudes at the table are fucking laughing. You know it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it takes a minute and JBL's like, that's not true. Yeah, that's <laughs> so not <he's> true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I asking thought, you to verify I, it. I, I, saw, I thought it was great. You know what I heard? I heard. Were you, is that, you go, is that true, JBL? No, that's not true either. That's, yeah, that's the highlight of that the match right there. Highlight of the match. I'm with you. The highlight of the match. <laughs> uh, for so let's at least get to the match here because we got Dan Angler, our good old referee Dan Angler, in the in the referee here. I just want to bring his name up yep. before I forget. Um, mm-hmm. And officially, it's Tom Phillips, JBL, and the King on a commentary. Oh yeah, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips, uh, who uh, works at Impact now, currently. Yeah, the Impact's guy, so, yeah. the voice of Impact. The voice point. of Impact. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Miz and uh, Maurice together with Miz's music. I guess Maurice probably didn't want to use that old Frenchy kind of hip hop techno wave music that you can loop into the background of this vocal right here. But because I, yeah. I bring it up because because Nikki and Cena had their separate entrances. They did, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, they had entrances. Maurice didn't really like. She had like you know she had music like you said, um, but it wasn't. Um, she's with the Miz. Let's just do the Miz thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I just thought it to be like, well, I'm like, I wonder who's going to win this match. The team that has two people or the two team that has one. If I'm an outsider, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a person that doesn't watch wrestling, normally I'm a big Al Roker fan and I want to see what Al Roker's doing here. So I tuned in, I ordered the pay-per-view, spent 60 bucks and sat through seven hours of Mania to check Al Roker. And then I was like, oh, so this team's definitely going to win. Anyway, I'm right. Uh, do you know who the general manager of Raw is at this time who officially made this match? Oh my god. Uh Paige. No. Okay, I don't know. Daniel Bryan. Raw? That's what it said. Maybe it was SmackDown. Yeah, Miss TV was on Raw. Okay. Mrs. Right. Raw guy. Anyway. Here's the thing though, when when they did the split I thought Daniel Bryan was on doing general manager of SmackDown. Oh, you know what? what? That whole SmackDown talk, that talk and smack thing was Miz on Talk and Smack, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that was like a so, year before the shit. Yeah, uh, they could have been moved over. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. Daniel Bryan made the match because I thought that was a weird thing. Uh, the pre-match video is very good. I will say that. Like, they do a really good story. Kevin Dunn and the crew, whoever is doing it, they're putting that stuff together because it tells the end. Like I said, I'm the Al Roker fan just coming in to see what's happening. That whole pre-match package pretty much gives me the entire story of the, of the uh, match. Yeah. I do remember, as they were showing the pre-match package, watching all of these episodes of Raw live, you know what I mean, as they happened. Because I remember when she said, I'm going to break you, bitch, and I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, they um, didn't use that word very much, so when she said it, it was kind of like, ooh, yeah. it's real heat. Yeah. It's real heat. <laughs> so, um... Is that the Eddie Izzard and then like, No, it's not, but... Oh. It might have been, but... I didn't uh-huh. Hoochah, hoochah, hoochah! Lobster. <laughs> uh, so they did a lot of in the in the pre match uh, video. They did a whole lot of playing up the he's never going to ask you to marry you. You're never going to get married. He flat out said, "I'm not in a place where I'm going to get married." She's clearly upset about it. Uh, you know, they set that whole thing up like a mile away. And then also they did a lot of, you know, they did a good job of, sh- of cramming in every soundbite that they did during the, in, in the month leading up. And Miz doing a great job of, of his part. Like I said earlier, we don't need to rehash that. But, uh, but yeah, so 
we get to the ring. Well, okay. Well, the only thing I also wanted to know: John Cena comes out, and this is still everyone's sick of Cena at this point. So we still get he gets serenaded with the booze. John Cena sucks. And John I was Cena just, sucks. Just thinking, like, man, all he needed to do was just go away for a little while, and it would have just squashed the whole thing. He would have never gone through all of what he went through because as soon as he went away, when he came back, fucking everybody welcomed him with open arms, and you never hear that chant anymore because we're. We're happy to see him now. We're all happy yeah, we're, for success. Yeah, we're past it. We're past. We're all big it, yeah. fans now. Like we forgot that, you know, he had seventy thousand disputed fans or whatever screaming John Cena sucks, and also actively rooting against him throughout this match. By the way, which was kind of tough for to explain to the casuals who are tuning in. Like, how the fuck are you gonna explain? Like, oh, well, John Cena's doing a thing with Nikki Bella. I watched this Tony Bella show. I'm gonna see what's going on, and they're just getting booed the whole time. It was like. That's yeah, Roker, the Roker fans are definitely confused for a little bit here. The Roker fans are like, what is happening? One thing I wanted to bring up, too, here, uh, for the pre-match when he's doing the introductions, that uh, Al Roker calls Ms. Uh, Nimble Little Minx. He does call him Nimble Little Minx! That's right, I forgot about that. He's a, a nimble little, little minx. <laughs> anyway, I just did not want to forget that. But yeah, John Cena, I want to just for the, put this on record, and I've said it before, I like John Cena. I've liked John Cena. I always like John Cena. Now, does he always have the most exciting moves? That fuck no, but there's a lot of John Cena matches, man, throughout the years that you could put on from like 05 and all the way till, till like now that you're going to get invested in. I, like there's a mat, there's a ladder match with Edge from like 06. There's like a last man standing match with JBL from like 05. That's unbelievable. Uh, the match with Michaels at 23. Like he's got, he the dude can work. And I just, like I think... Absence makes a heart grow fonder, right? So when, you know, you hate the guy, but he's just a legend now, and you can't deny, like, what his work ethic was when he was full-time with WWE, about everything that he did for press and merchandise and the Make-A-Wish shit, not including just working at the house shows, being on TV, pay-per-views, making a ton of money. Like, pretty hard to hate the guy. If you're a true WWE fan, you gotta like John Cena just based... And for what it's worth, you gotta like The Miz. Miz is the same fucking dude. Miz is just hasn't left. He, you know how much TV and promo Miz does. Every guy, every time they need a guy on a radio show, who do they call Miz? Mm-hmm. And he's the perfect guy for it because he's an ultimate salesman. He's really good at talking. He's really good at getting his points across. He's a smart guy, right? And that's it's important. And so he, he, the character wise, the Miz is the antithesis, right? Bingo. The yeah, he's the prick. He's the one you don't want to John talk Cena. to. John Cena. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's sort of like. It's perfect that these two are meeting here again because they got paired up, you know, like we said, uh, uh, six years prior. Um, But them having, you know, giving Miz this spot makes sense on many levels due to the fact that he has a name, has, you know, has been there a long time, can work, get the point across, uh, and is a perfect guy to... to, Yeah, the heat. And the the fact that he's got... uh, on-screen and off-screen relationship, you know, that you could pair with a guy who's also has an off-screen relationship that's sort of on-screen relationships because it's on a reality show. It's just like a whole, it's a perfect storm. So, uh, it's a, it's Miz, a perfect people to put together. And, bingo. And, and one more point on The Miz, even like to present day, like there's a reason he's the guy that's in the match with Logan Paul. There's a reason he's in the matches with Bad Bunny because he knows how to pull that shit out of people. He'll he doesn't care if he's got a cell made made look like an idiot. Plus, he's gonna 
really look like he's beating the shit out of one of these dudes because he's just to the facials and the body movement. Like, he's just awesome. Everyone's going to love The Miz. And in 10 years, I've, 10 years after he retires, he's going to be one of the most beloved legends ever because the dude is just that good. Agreed. Anyway. Uh, we uh, John Cena's mom's at ringside here at uh, WrestleMania. Something I feel, I feel like that was like noted because I think she, like, she hadn't seen him wrestle before, or she had never been to a WrestleMania before, or something like that. Like you know, Cena's been working here for we're going on fifteen years more than, and I think there was something that had to do with she had never gone there before. So I think that's why they kind of made that a thing. But uh, <clears throat> for the match itself, it's pretty shit, right? I mean, I did the. They're going to start the match where the girls are going to start fighting, and then, then Maurice tags out doing the heel chicken shit thing, which gets Miz and Cena going. And I feel like it's just Cena selling for like seven minutes. It's just crowd work. It's crowd work. It's, uh, which is wrestling is crowd work, but this is more blatant. This was more Miz realized everyone was behind him. Yeah, and they were definitely cheering Miz. They were cheering, let's go, Miz. He threw his arms in the air on the turnbuckle, and the whole place exploded. And yeah. I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa, you know, and it kind of was like, this isn't pro Miz, though. This is definitely anti Cena. This is Xbox Heat. Was it, though? Yeah, you're right. Xbox yeah. Heat's a good point. Yeah, good point. I don't know. I mean, I feel like some of it is like pro Miz, like we respect you a little bit there, too. You know what I mean? I Maybe. But because they weren't definitely... actively booing Cena, they were more actively cheering Miz. Okay. And this is the type of crowd, too, that's going to give, it's going to give you the. The full uh, response, yeah, yeah, and this is this is you know pre you know anybody else any competition, so all wrestling fans, WWE fans, this everybody's person. WWE fans, yeah, that's all you had, that's all you had. So uh, uh, you know the reaction to them is and his ability to be awesome is probably what they were reacting to a little bit, but I also do think it was some anti Cena <laughs> for sure. Oh, I, I'm uh, sure it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a factor. So like, Miz takes control because he's. Doing his chicken shit, takes the powder, goes out, and then he, when he dives back in, stomps him. Good heel shit. And he's in control for the entire match. It, so much so that he's like, hit him in the corner, play in the crowd, hit him, play the crowd. He's like, even the move sets are ramping up. His own moves are ramping up to more like higher spots. He's doing his, you know, his little backbreaker, neckbreaker thing. He's doing his the little DDT uh, from the knee shit. Cena hasn't done a thing. A no. thing. Yeah. And he really doesn't until, well, he like kind of fu's him over the top rope just out of desperation, and then there's yeah. a hot tag, and the chicks fight for a minute. Mm-hmm. Cena pops back in. They hit the double. You can't see me with the five knuckle shuffles. Mm-hmm. The Iraq attack and an attitude adjustment with a double pin, and that's it. Cena and Nikki win at nine minutes and forty seconds. But eight minutes and forty seconds of that is Miz beating up John Cena, and not even like aggressively. Yeah, it's, it's just. Uh, it's Whoa. weird and stupid. I don't understand. I was like, they decided they weren't bumping tonight, I guess. They were just, you got to look good on the Total Divas camera for the season premiere, I guess. I don't know. It does make me think that Maurice is a little, like, out of ring shape and that they're worried 100%. about Nikki's neck as well because Nikki had a neck thing around this time. Yes. She had, well, yeah, John mentioned You know, it. she had come back from the neck thing, right? So yeah. she wasn't really taking many bumps, too. So I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a match would... because it's an attraction and we needed Al Roker on the show. And then the, I think the real point of it is they needed a way for John Cena to propose to Nikki Bella, which John Cena does after the match. He gets to the microphone, tells yeah, a story not, about her going into surgery, right? Yeah. Not a dry eye in the house. I mean, they did it well. I, you know, even I, I watched it I 
through. I, for what's worth, when the match was happening, I got distracted. I had to rewind it and see what I missed, and then I realized I missed nothing. But I did. Sit, I saw and watched the whole end of the match thing. Um, you know what I mean? That says something yeah. about the match where I'm like begging the garbage and throwing away expired food. You know what I mean? Yeah. During the match, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't do that during the end thing. Uh, and she says yes. Now, do you think that Nikki too. Bella? Yeah, do that ring. Jesus, yeah. like, way to show off, John, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Feeling bad for all the rest of the dudes in the world. Watching this with their Jeez. girlfriends, wives, and fiancés. Fucking A. Think um, about the union, man. Think about the union. Um, do you think Nikki Bella knew that that was happening? No. So you think that that's the legit first time he proposed to her? You don't think he already proposed to her off camera and then they recreated something here on camera? I like to believe no as a romantic. I like to believe no too, and I'm going to tell you why, because it's John Cena. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's not like just because the relationship didn't work out doesn't mean he wasn't trying hard at the time. I agree. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. Pulled, you know, it's not going to be Luke Gallows doing this at the end of the ladder match or, you know... Enzo Amore, or you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just trying to throw. I'm like, I can't remember who else is on this fucking WrestleMania. Xavier Woods, you know what I mean? But it's Cena, you know. So I think, I, I think, my heart tells me it was real too. Yeah, just not even based on reaction because you could have that reaction if you, even if, you know, you knew it was coming, you would, you could still be overwhelmed and shit. Like she was looking, yeah. obviously, but at the same time, I'm like. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think oh, we're going to go with, I think that was on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, for what it's worth, I agree with you. I'm not 100% sold because it is still WWE and they got us like scripting everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's like a point of control. But I think it's like 80% probably real with like a 20%, maybe not. I'll bring up I'll bring up this point. A lot of the pre-match package focused on the fact that he wouldn't propose Marriage. to her. Yeah. So therefore, I'm probably out on that. And maybe yeah. Nikki thought something was coming, or she's, you know, they were rumoring her, he'd make her think it and fuck around with it. I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. I just want to get your opinion on it. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, nah, they probably, she probably knew it was coming. Because otherwise, they wouldn't have had it built into the storyline so much. I guess so. But it was. That's I mean, why I thought maybe he already had done this in real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then, but... like, he was like, let's do it on TV, too. And you can get teary eyed because now it's in front of his mom and, and her mom. And, you know, so, and, you know, 75,000 people. So you yeah. can act that out. It's part of character building. Um, I'm going to rate this first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to rate it five-sixths of an HBK. Wow. Of one star. It's not even one. It's horrible. It's it's not. It's better. It's a half, but I think it's better than a half because at least it's got a story. So it's like five-sixths of one HBK, whatever that is. Five six. You think I was going to say fives for a second there? I was trying to trick you. I was trying to be no. sneaky. It would be better if you just said two. Fifths. Fifths. Of an HBK. Of, of an HBK. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. I, I, it's, it's somewhere between a half HBK and, an, and a full HBK for me. I, I, I'm glad it's over with, and I don't want to ever talk about it again. Yeah, I was going half HBK. I mean, you know, whatever. It's John Cena... In his worst WrestleMania match. Um, Is it? <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head. Taker? But Taker, maybe. That was kind of BS. Why the fuck did Cena's, like, WrestleMania career, like, just go down the tubes after, like, 
At least he did the Doctor of Thugonomics return thing at one of them. That was bomb. Uh, and he did do the uh, the Bray Wyatt thing at, at 36, so that was good. But still, it wasn't That's like an in-ring thing. banger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have, like, an in-ring, no. like, five-star match. When's the last time? I don't know. Wasn't this one, so one in... Well, uh, probably against the Rock. Probably one of those Rock matches yeah, was probably his true. last real, real good match. You're, pre- you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Still 29, but... Yeah, Do half you a- know... I'm sorry. You said half. half. Do you know how long Nikki Bella and John Cena were together for after this happened? So I watched this match with my wife. My wife was a Total Bellas, Total Divas, more specifically Total Divas fan at the time. She said, I don't think they were together much longer after this. So I'm going to go with three months. A year and two weeks. A year and two weeks, okay. Just after Mania, whatever the next year's Mania was, uh, 2018 is when she posted something on social saying they had split up. Miz and Marie still very much together on television, couple kids knocking it out of the park. Killing but yeah, Nikki, Nikki and Brie. This didn't, there were, they didn't do shit story wise after this either. This was it. Like there was no like we all have a rematch at Backlash thing. I think that 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 this would kind of squash it. No, if they did, it would have been like not not involving the, the gals. But I, I it, if they did anything, I don't I don't recall. So this definitely was like the season premiere of whatever reality show it was at, at the time. Was it Total Bellas or Total Divas? But this moment was like the season premiere. Or was the yeah, season finale, or one of the two? Yeah, that's how like, they did that. That's how they did that on that show. That is true. Like, a, yeah, a thing. That's true. Maybe that's why this match exists, just to make content for E. Uh, it is anyway. That's why it's a half. And the, and the Al Roker fan club. This is firmly in the <laughs> reality wrestle, era. Is this a wrestle crap? Is this a wrestle crap match? Is that what that means? Wrestle crap means it's just like a junk, like gimmick junk match that's horrible. Yes. Like you do Bagwell on a forklift. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it'll live on in the yes. pantheons of bad wrestling. Yes, it is. Okay, wrestle crap. Hey, we're gonna pick one for next week. But uh, while we're getting our stiff ready here, we'd like you to go to the socials, go on Instagram at Randomania Podcast, get a little more active there, getting some photos up. That was stuff that we referenced during the podcast, trying to get that a little more going. If you've noticed, anyway, uh, Randomania Pod on Twitter. How's that going? Well, I got a new phone, and I got logged out, so I need the password. <laughs> I gotta ask you five. So that Twitter account is dead. Facebook at <laughs> Random Mania Podcast. We're gonna pick a match between 0 and 388, because there are 388 matches of the main cards of all WrestleManias. We don't do that pre-match or post-match or lead-up bullshit, unless we get 0. If we get 0, we can pick whatever we want, WrestleMania-related. I don't think watching a full Royal Rumble, just because somebody gets to be the number one contender for WrestleMania counts, but I might try that sometime, if we get 0. <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does either, but I would try. Are you ready? I am. I'll open my app, and then I'll be ready. That'd be good. 179-179. Oh, boy. It's Gold Dust versus Maven. We've had this. We did have that. We've had this because there's a bunch of interference from... <gasps> that's the hardcore thing, eh? Yeah, that's where like Christian and Molly and all those, and Spike, all those guys get involved. That sounds so familiar. We've ha- okay. We got it again. We're going again. We got a new one. 26. 26 old wrestling. This is the Dream Team versus the Rougeos from... WrestleMania 3. 3. 3. Yes, early Another in 3. Another WrestleMania 3 match. The cool. Dream Team, Dream team Dream, man. Hey, there's stuff who, to talk about. 
Do you know who? Who's, do you know who the dream team is? Here? Yeah, it's Greg Valentine and uh, 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 Bruce Beefcake. Yes, and they have a manager and another guy with them. Yeah, it was uh, Jimmy Hart and um, Jimmy Valiant or something. Oh, I don't know. World's strongest Dino Bravo? Canadian. Oh, Dino that's Bravo. Right. That's right. That's so that plays in the whole thing anyway. Babyface Rougeos here. Babyface baby Rougeos. Fresh in the company, Babyface Rougeos. Hadn't been along for around here in the company very long. So mm-hmm. this is before the whole Real American Boys stuff with Jimmy Hart and everything. So they're This is cool, man. Oh, I think I know who wins this match, but I, I don't do know. know who wins this match. We actually had the match after this at one point on our Yeah, I think it was Piper and, and Adonis Piper maybe. And Adonis, <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, that's the Rod that's the Brutus Beefcake thing there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Old wrestling. Old wrestling. But that's so, next time. But for this one, this fucker's it's over. Fucking over. Over. And I want to congratulate. <laughs> I'm like Roddy Piper. That's not it. Um, I want to congratulate John Cena and Nikki Bella. We just talked about you for 33 minutes. And you're winning your... Mixed tag match at WrestleMania 33 from Orlando at Camping World Stadium. Um, it sucked, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I can say. Um, but um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Miz, the Miz, and Maurice. Yeah. Whole clan lay out down for the three second tag. 